It is so good to be back on Search the Scriptures today. What a blessing to be able to be with our listeners. And we know that many of you listen daily to this radio program, or at least close to it. But we're thankful not only for those of you who are able to listen almost all of the time, but we're thankful for every single one of you who listen, even if it's only here and there, now and then. We're thankful for those of you who listen for the first time. And we appreciate each one, and we really do care about you. Indeed, we pray for you. We really do. We pray diligently for you. We pray for your understanding, your growth in your knowledge of God's Word. We pray for your spiritual growth, growth in your faith. And we pray that you're coming closer and closer to God, and that you're becoming better equipped through this study on Search the Scriptures every day to make that right decision about following God his way, the way truly of eternal life. We hope and we pray for you along this line. It's my blessing to be here today with Dwayne Kennedy and Dennis Stackhouse. Good to be with you, brothers. Dwayne, good to see you. Thank you, Gary. It's good to see you, and it's good to be on the program with you. And I just want to mention to our audience that, adding my welcome, that you are our special project, I guess you can say, and not really a project, but our encouragement as we strive to teach the truth. We want to be seen by you as the people who are teaching you the Word of God, and not just a religion. You are actually learning things new and realizing things, opening your eyes and seeing God in ways you have not seen Him before because we need to be renewed in our knowledge of God and striving to serve God in the things that we learn and to walk in him according to his word. And that's what we are seeking to do here on Search the Scriptures. It's good to be with Dennis Stackhouse as well. Thank you, Duane and Gary. I'm certainly pleased to be on the program today with both of you, as always. And I've looked forward to this opportunity to get into God's word and to share the truths that are recorded for us there with our listeners. And again, as both Gary and Duane have said, we're certainly pleased that you're with us today on Search the Scriptures. And you know, probably all of us are aware of the fact that as we try to live the life of a Christian in this world, there's times we're going to be discouraged. There's times when we're going to be disappointed. There's times when it's going to be extremely difficult. There are so many things that can take our attention away from God and from the adherence to his word. So many things that can take us on a path that is not godly or godlike or Christ-like. Those are the things we need to avoid. And certainly, the adversary of our souls is out to destroy us. There's no doubt about that. So we need to be very aware of his activities in this world we need to be very firm in standing in God's Word, in Christ, and in the Heavenly Father as we seek to please them through this earthly life that we live. Amen. We need the Word, don't we? Yes, we, we need do. the Bible. That's God's Word. And boy, He has given us that Word as we read in 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 16 to completely equip us unto every good work. Now, if we don't get into God's Word, 
in a diligent fashion, then we leave ourselves hamstrung. Hmm. Yes. Literally, we leave ourselves deficient in trying to live our lives faithfully, dedicated, godly before him. Yes. Mm -hmm. We need to get into the word. And we pray that we do that effectively on this program on a regular basis. Fellas, we're going to draw to a conclusion today this study that we have been going through on some verses to live by. And we've tried to look at particular verses that kind of, as you read over them, you say, wow, there's something in that verse that is really pertinent, that kind of sticks out and helps us to get a lesson just right there. Yes. Something to encourage us, instruct us, guide us, maybe correct us even. Mm -hmm. That's part of what the scriptures do too is correct us. But it's going to help us to live our lives faithful before God. Yes, it will. We've looked at many of those. We've gone through the Old Testament and the New Testament. Over the last uh, uh, program or two, we've been looking particularly particularly about our relationship with Christ. Mm -hmm. And we've seen that we really need to be in Christ. And that's where salvation is, in Christ. Now, we're going to vary a little bit from that, but it's still connected to it. But we're simply going to talk about the emphasis that we need to give to making sure that we don't just claim to have faith in Christ, but that we really are diligent and steadfast Mm -hmm. in our dedication and commitment and faithfulness to God through Christ. That's right. Dwayne, how about reading for us from 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 57 and 58. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. This may be one of my favorite chapters in the entire Bible, 1 Corinthians 15. What a tremendous uh, dealing that that it gives us on the, the, the resurrection. Mm-hmm. Yes. It talks about the resurrection from the perspective of Christ really coming forth from the grave. Mm-hmm. And because we can believe in his resurrection, then it emphasizes that we, those who are faithful in Christ, will come forth to a resurrection of our own right. in eternity. Yes. Now, tremendous promise. Just mm-hmm. wonderful, wonderful. He concludes this text in verses 57 and 58 by admonishing us. Okay, look at how he begins that in in verse 57. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. That's right. Amen to that. The victory over death. Yes. Now, the victory is only through Christ, though, isn't it? That's right. Mm-hmm. Not through somebody else. No. Or something else. Then verse 58 makes the emphasis, and here's the verse to live by that we want to draw from today. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast. Now, that word, therefore, as we've emphasized in the past, when we see that word, therefore, We need to always focus on what it's there for. That's right. (laughs) He's just said, 
God gives us the victory through Christ. Therefore, mm-hmm. be steadfast. Mm-hmm. Or in light of what I've just said, yes. be sure to catch this emphasis. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. And notice that it's not just that one phrase, be steadfast. But he follows that up with two more re-emphasis, immovable, Mm -hmm. always abounding in the work of the Lord. Yes. Mm -hmm. Now, that is a triple triple admonition that pay attention to your soul, to your salvation. That's right. It's a call to action. In regard to our salvation, we are, we are just not passive. We can't be passive. Not if we want to be careful. That's right. Not if we want to be assured of our salvation. We can't be careless about that thing. That's a matter that is of the highest importance. Mm-hmm. The highest importance. Now, Dennis, there are many other passages that emphasize that we really need to pay attention to our salvation, mm-hmm. to our relationship with God through Jesus Christ. We'll just be able to look at it, you know, a sampling of those today. Mm-hmm. Yes. But let's begin with Philippians chapter 2 and verse 16. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 16. What does the Apostle Paul say there? Holding fast the word of life so that I may rejoice in the day of Christ that I have not run in vain or labored in vain. Paul's writing this to a group of Christians, isn't he? Yes. He is. And, and he's, he's telling them, I don't want to be writing this in vain, this letter to you. So hold fast the word of life. Hold fast. And as you're holding fast the word of life, you see, that's central to holding fast fast to your salvation. That's right. Mm-hmm. In 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse 12, what does that say, Dennis? Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life to which you are also called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Now, once again, he gives a double emphasis to mm-hmm. his subject here, doesn't he? He does. Fight the good fight of faith. In Paul's second letter to Timothy, he says he's done that, hasn't he? Doesn't he? Yes. Oh, boy, he sure does. Yeah, I've fought the fight. I've finished the course. I've kept the faith. Mm -hmm. How great that he could write that second letter years after this first one Mm -hmm. and say, I followed my own advice. Mm Mm-hmm. It sounds nothing like he just sat back and said, okay, God, give me salvation, you know, bring it to me. No. And when he says, I've fought the fight, I've kept, I've finished the race, I've, I've kept the faith, what does he say right after that? That is a direct result of his having fought the fight and kept the faith and finished the race or the course. Finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day, and not to me only, but also to all who have loved his appearing. Yes. That's right. 
Now, we could understand the sense of that word finally in verse 8 as therefore. Yes. As Dennis was talking about back in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 58, therefore, mm-hmm. or because mm-hmm. I fought that good fight, because mm-hmm. I finished the race or the course, mm-hmm. because I've kept the faith, mm-hmm. there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, mm-hmm. salvation. And really, in uh, the verse we started with in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 58, that same idea of the reward is laid forth as well. That's right. You know, Paul emphasized that when we do remain steadfast and immovable, when we're always abounding in the work of the Lord, our labor in the Lord is not in vain. And it's because of what Paul said in 2 Timothy uh, chapter 4, verse 8, that crown of righteousness is awaiting those who love God. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's the reward of a person who, from the time that they are raised with Christ, that is, having been baptized for the remission of their sins and raised with him to newness of life, set their minds, determine their way, and follow the way of God. The Apostle Paul said something similar to this in Colossians chapter 3, beginning at verse 1. He said, If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth, for you died, and your life is hidden with Christ. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Set your mind. Another way of expressing the understanding of the concept of being diligent. And steadfast. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. steadfast. Yes. And the result of that diligence and steadfastness and setting your mind is the confidence of your eternal salvation. That's right. You know, we read of that again in Philippians chapter 3 in Paul's life. Uh, A great example there. Beginning in verse 13, he said, Brethren... I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. Paul had a single purpose, and that was to lay aside those things which were going to hinder him on his Christian race and to press steadfastly and diligently toward that prize that God was offering to him. I like his, his statement there. One thing I do. Yeah. Singleness of mind. Yes. You know, I'm afraid that the vast, vast majority of us don't get that one thing. Mm-hmm. We get all caught up in the, in the cares and the activities and the pursuits of this life. Sure. And that one thing is no longer the one thing in our life. That's right. It's kind of relegated to second place or third place or something. Right. But it needs to be the primary, the overriding thing in our life. Dwayne, how about turning to Second Peter chapter 1. Second Peter chapter 1. And let's read several verses there along this line. Now, we, we commonly refer to this particular text as talking about 
the uh, Christian virtues or the Christian graces, but I really want us to see why they're there for us. Second Peter chapter 1, beginning with verse 5, and how about reading down through verse 11. And did not spare the ancient world, but saved Noah. Are you in Second Peter or... I'm sorry, I'm in 2 Peter chapter 2. Okay. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 5. But also for this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, to virtue knowledge, to knowledge self-control, to self-control perseverance, to perseverance godliness, to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. For if these things are yours and abound, you will neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For he who lacks these things is short-sighted even to blindness and has forgotten that he has been cleansed from his old sins. Therefore, brethren, be even more diligent to make your call and election sure. For if you do these things, you will never stumble. For so an entrance will be supplied to you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The beginning of this text in verse 5, we're told to give all diligence. Yes. Add to your faith virtue, virtue, knowledge, knowledge, self-control, self-control, perseverance, perseverance, godliness, godliness, brotherly kindness, brotherly kindness, love. We need to be diligent to develop those Christian virtues or graces, those, those Christian characteristics in our own personal lives. But he doesn't stop there. He tells us why we need to be diligent to develop those particular attributes of Christianity. That's right. If these things are yours and abound, you will be neither barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who lacks these things is short-sighted and has forgotten that he was cleansed from his old sins. In other words, if you don't keep, keep on, not just being baptized into Christ initially, but if you don't pay attention to develop your spiritual life, to grow in your faith, you may end up back where you were to begin with. That's right. You may drift back into sin. Verse, verse 10 is, is key. Now, verse 5, giving all diligence. Verse 10, be even more diligent. That's right. It doesn't stop. Yeah. It doesn't rest. It's at the beginning of the text and the end of the text virtually. Be even more diligent to make your call and election sure. He's simply saying your salvation. That's right. Mm -hmm. There's no time to let up. We can't hold back. No. If you do these things, you will never stumble, he says and an entrance will be supplied to you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. In other words, he says, you'll be in heaven. There's that reward again. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. And it's tied, though, to our diligence in our faith, in our faithfulness while we're still living in this world. Mm -hmm. Very, very important for us to understand. Very important indeed. Really is. And, uh, you know, Jesus made a fairly simple and concise statement telling us the same thing in Matthew's gospel account in verse 10, or excuse me, chapter 10 in verse 22. Our Lord said, and you will be hated by all for my name's sake. But 
He who endures to the end will be saved. Amen. Endures to the end. Yeah, not endures today or for a few days or a few weeks or months. He who endures to the end. In other words, to the end of this earthly life until our last breath has been expired. So got to keep on keeping on, in other words. Exactly. Now, go to Matthew chapter 16 there, Dennis, while you're there. Mm -hmm. And how about reading verse uh, 25? Okay. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. So you've got to let go of your control in your life. You've got to live your life for Jesus. Mm -hmm. And then you'll find real life in mm -hmm. him. Right. And of course, that's eternal life. Yes. Again, important for us to understand the concept. Mm -hmm. Now, Dwayne, how about looking at 2 Peter again? But look at chapter 3 this time in verse 14. 2 Peter 3, verse 14. Therefore, beloved, looking forward to these things, be diligent to be found by him in peace without spot and blameless. Now he's talked about in the ninth verse of that chapter how God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Right. And then in verse 10, he starts talking about how, but the day of the Lord is going to come. In other words, judgment day is coming. And so there in verse 14, he says, be diligent to be ready for that day. Mm -hmm. Be diligent to live your life faithfully before God and Jesus Christ. There's that therefore again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Let's, let's look at one more passage as we have to close today. Boy, we could go on and on with this, but we're going to bring it to a close with this, this particular one. Again, these verses to live by. Galatians chapter 6 and verse 8. How about reading that for us, Dennis? For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption, but he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. We have the two choices, don't we? Yes. Yes, we do. With the two ultimate results. Mm -hmm. Now, we can sow to the flesh... We can be careless. We can let our guard down. We can just go into spiritual la-la land, so to speak, and we can end up eternally condemned, mm -hmm. lost forever spiritually. Or we can sow to the Spirit. We can pay attention. We can be diligent, as all these passages we've been looking at admonish us to do. We can be steadfast, and we will have eternal life with God and Christ in heaven. My friend, the choice is yours. God wants you to be saved. He wants you to be with him forever in heaven. But you've got to be diligent. You've got to be steadfast. You've got to pay attention. You've got to set your mind. And if you will do so, God has already promised you your eternal reward. But if you have been careless in your life, if you're just out there just kind of drifting along, then we encourage you to contact us and ask for that free Bible study so that you can begin to learn how to get on track and be assured of your eternal salvation, your eternal home in heaven. 
Call us. Contact us right now.